Provider. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Ari Shafir's Skeptic Tank. I'm Ari Shafir. On today's episode, I interview and talk to my friend with the most Asian name of anyone I know, um, Yoshi Obayashi. That's Asian as fuck. Yoshi works in the porn industry. Uh, he's an editor. Yep, it's not all sucking and fucking, you guys. There's also a lot of logistical stuff. Um, he has been an editor, or was an editor, for Evil Angel, I believe, for almost a decade. And he saw some dirty stuff. And some dark stuff. This is a two-parter, because Yoshi had to leave. Uh, he was going on like two hours of sleep. He had to leave and come back, and we had to finish it off. So I'll get to the second part on Tuesday... Maybe Wednesday. Um, but it's juicy. The second part gets juicier. If you have, I'm just going to give you a warning. If you have a level of empathy for the human condition that makes you uncomfortable with uh, victimization, you shouldn't listen to this, uh, this podcast. Maybe listen to the first part. Don't listen to the second part. But if you're like me and you can compartmentalize... Um, then listen away. You're going to get some fun at some dark stuff. Let me uh, real quick uh, tell you about some sponsors. Actually, before the sponsors, uh, I mentioned last week on my podcast, on the Saratiana episode, I be- again, I believe, anything that goes over two days for me, marijuana has just, just destroyed. It, it looks like, you ever see those cities in Afghanistan that have just been like bombed left and right? There's rubble. There's a little like sort of freestanding buildings, but you only see like a front wall. Uh, maybe like a maybe like a, a like a no front and just a door or just pretty much rubble. Um, that's what marijuana has done to my brain. There's remnants. There's remnants of memories, but it's been pretty bombed up by NATO. So anyway, on I think last week's episode with Saratiana, I went over some podcasts that I think you guys would like if you're into podcasts. I don't really listen to podcasts. I'm more of a music guy. I just put my headphones on on the airplane and pretend like I'm sleeping and hope the stewardesses don't ask me to take them out before we take off. Is that really a rule, by the way? Do you really need to take your goddamn headphones out? Is it going to mess up the plane? Maybe. Does it get in the way of the fucking contraptions? It could be. But not if it's on airplane mode, right? Whatever. Um, If anybody knows, please write me. Contact at AriTheGreat.com. But uh, I will say this. I went over a bunch of podcasts that I thought were... Um, worth listening to just by the people I knew, their comedic prowess, and from what I've heard. And I left out uh, one of my favorites, The Big Three Podcast. I was on it a couple weeks ago. The Big Three Podcast, if you don't know, it's starring uh, Don Barris, Simply Don One on Twitter, uh, Mole, and Scary Perry. It is all the stars of Windy City Heat. If you've never gone and watched Windy City Heat, you fucking, you gotta watch it. You gotta watch it. If you're anything like me, if you're into the stuff I'm into, if you're into jackass, if you're into fucking real, <laughs> just real out there, <sighs> I'm trying to describe it without ruining anything. Just fucking get it. Go to Amazon and get it. It's on Amazon now. And that brings me to my sponsor, actually. If you go to AriTheGreat.com and you click on the Amazon banner on the right and do all your shopping on Amazon through there, they give me cash back. So if you go to Amazon.com and download Windy City, not download, First of all, if you have an option to download it, fucking always do that. Save yourself some cash. But if you don't, um, go to Amazon.com through my website, 
click on it, and they give me cash back. So if it costs you eleven, I think this is eleven ninety five on Amazon, um, I will get like seventy cents. They'll give me like seventy cents if you get Windy City Heat. It doesn't tack on to your cost; it just comes out of their end. Uh, and then I had a listener who said this, who said that if you guys bookmark my page, like go to AriTheGreat.com, bookmark it, and then save it as Amazon. That way, whenever you go to Amazon, you'll just go through my page and you won't forget because I forget to even shop through myself for Amazon. All right. We're already at four minutes and I haven't even started anything yet. So that's one sponsor. The next sponsor is Gamefly.com. If you go to Gamefly.com slash Ari, sign up for a free 15-day trial, they will give me cash money in my pocket. Um, there's also a link for it on my website too. And on my website, you can find uh, merch. You can find extra details, uh, features like videos from the guests, stand-up videos, and also the music and their Twitter links and their websites all on my website. I do that. I probably spend way too much time doing that. But I feel like um, I got a couple things recently that made me feel really good. This is why I do it. Because um, somebody in D.C. said they went to see Kyle Kinane um, because they saw him on my podcast or heard him on my podcast. And somebody else in Denver said they went to see Nick Thune because they heard him on that podcast. That makes me feel really good. That's sort of the reason I do all this extra work to promote the guests is because I, guys, I want you guys to find out who these people are. Some of them I just know. I know their story. I don't know their stand-up that well or they're newer. But most of them are real solid stand-ups. And I'd really like to introduce you guys to them. So if, if almost anyone, if you've seen them or heard of them on my podcast and see them in your town... Fucking go watch them. First of all, it's definitely going to be better than TV. It's definitely going to be better than TV. Whatever you're going to watch at home from 8 to 9.30, it's definitely going to be better than that, no matter who it is. Anyway, so um, I guess I wanted to share that. That's why uh, I do all that stuff on my website, arethegreat.com, and go to uh, and get extra features. Also, big news, my album is coming out. I guess I should say this, like, I should make a... Uh, more of a thing about it. But my album is coming out, you guys. It's called Revenge for the Holocaust. And it will be out September 18th. I believe. I've got the first edit. It sounds pretty good. There was one like glaring like edit problem in there. But um, I believe it's going to be out September 18th on iTunes. Uh, you could probably pre-order starting like September 4th. Is that 14 days ahead of time? Yeah, two weeks ahead of time you can pre-order. Um I'm really excited about it. It sounds good. I've also got a completely new hour now, so if you download it and get it, you can still watch me live. And speaking of live, let's get to my live dates. Uh, I just heard Pete Holmes' podcast. Somebody told me he does a really good intro stuff. So even though this one's long already, seven minutes, uh, I'm going to take a page from his book and do this um, the way he does it. September 12th through the 15th, I'll be at Cap City Comedy Club. Really excited. First time headlining Cap City in Austin, and I'm really excited about it. Uh, September 20th through the 25th, I will be in Toronto at Just for Laughs 42 in all sorts of different places. Go to justforlaughs.com or hahaha.com. I forgot the website. Um, October 4th, 5th, and 6th, I will be at Vent Comedy Club with Dan Madonia and possibly Pete Cornacion. Hopefully he goes. It should be a fun weekend. Corpus Christi. That's crazy. Um, then October 19th, 20th, and 21st, my triumphant return to the DC Improv. My first club that I ever um, featured and emceed at. I'm really excited. 19th, 20th, and 21st. Back home. 
Then October 25th, 26th, 27th, I will be in Portland in Helium. Uh, November 1st, 2nd, 3rd, I'll be at Yuck Yucks in Calgary in Canada. November 8th, House of Blues in Chicago. Myself and Joey Diaz. Tickets go on sale September 14th. Uh, that's probably the same day my album will go on pre-sale. Uh, November 8th, though. We got a new poster. It's going to fucking be great. Uh, November 28th through December 2nd, House of Comedy in Minneapolis. And I think that's going to be it for the rest of the year. I'm still going to add a date in Long Beach at the uh, Long Beach Laugh Factory, probably, with Duncan Trussell and Joey Diaz. And if not that, I might add Australia those three weeks. I'm trying to work it out with A-Line and Kylie Sparrow right now, but we'll see. So that's my dates. Please go to AriTheGreat.com, go to dates. They all should be on there. Oh, fuck. I forgot Indianapolis. How did I forget Indianapolis? That's in September, right? Oh, yeah. October 26th. It's straight from Montreal. That's what it is. It's straight from Toronto. October 27th. No, 26th through the 29th. Crackers in Indianapolis. Also, all my stuff, my website. Go there. Uh, And then a last piece of business, you guys. This is for my listeners. If you guys... I got suggested this by Duncan Trussell and by um, uh, my new manager. If you guys have any clips on these podcasts that you like particularly... You know this. I, you've heard this podcast enough to know that I am at my limit in terms of how much work I can do. I am a very, very lazy person who has somehow overcome that in order to release this once a week on Mondays. Every Monday, I might add, without fail, since I went off on my own. I don't know how I've done that. It's way beyond my means. But something somebody told me to do, which I will not be able to do, is take... Mm, 30-second to three-minute clips of this podcast and make YouTube clips out of them. So if you guys, the listeners, would like to do that, I'm not asking you to, but if you'd like to, um, make a good clip, find a good like two-minute clip. I figure you guys know better than me what's interesting. If you're interested by something, uh, then it's interesting. So make a clip if you want to set it to fucking, um, I don't know, not that douchey music. I hate that douchey music so much. That fucking house music or light techno. I don't know the name of it. I don't know those genres. But that's so fucking douchey to, to go to have rants with with that music behind. It. It's just douchey. Don't do that. If you're gonna make music behind it, fucking make a cool song, and then um, let me know, and I will put it on my YouTube page. Um, if you want to make uh, just the background uh, that that that. Um, that what's the word god damn pot that picture that i use for skeptic tank that's not even the right word but the picture that skeptic tank. if you want to use that as a background that's fine if you want to i don't know whatever you guys are really creative use your minds but any sort of clip um that sounds good give it to me and i'll uh, i'll put it on my youtube page if you guys like it um even if you want by the way at the end to put a little tag like a two second tag of like who you are who made it that's great too i don't mind i love giving credit so uh, now that we're done with all that, on with the episode. And by the way, for my, for my um, album, I'll probably, almost definitely, be giving away like one track. So if you're poor, or if you're like, I don't know about him, you can have a track. I'll be giving it away on my, on my, uh, on my website, AriTheGreat.com. 
Uh, the only reason I push it so much is so you guys see my dates and go come see me live. So please, if you're in any of those cities I mentioned, please come see me. Do your part. That's more than giving me money. Uh, do your part for that. So here we are with Yoshi Obayashi. Did I just pause over that? I didn't ruin this whole fucking introduction, did I? How long has I paused for? I hope I just pushed it once and then restarted. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, um, episode, what are we up to? Uh, pocket 73, 74, yep, 74, episode 74, P-O-R-N, porn, 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 with Yoshi Obayashi. Enjoy. Yeah, do you, you need time to do anything? No, I mean, um, I keep going back and forth whether I should do intros beforehand or afterwards. I think this one I'm going to wait for a while because you just did a bunch. I'll wait, give you more promotion that way. Oh, I see what you're saying. You know, wait like four or five weeks. So if I did like introduction before, I have to say all my dates and stuff. But this one I'll just wait. Um, and so in the intro, I'll say your name and shit. This is, by the way, this is day after the. Hiroshima Day. I don't know if that really matters, but and no one here noticed. Yeah. No one in America noticed at all, <laughs> at all, at all. Um, We're two days away from Nagasaki Day, so. Oh, really? Now explain to me this. After Hiroshima, did the Chinese? Did the I mean Japanese try to like surrender? And they were like, "Nah, we already got plans for Nagasaki too." You know, the, you know the problem was. Asian people, especially Japanese, is very consensus-oriented. Yeah. So everybody couldn't agree on term of surrender. In enough time. Right. But you would think if somebody fucking nuke you, you just fucking quit. Three days later, they went for another nuke? Yeah. Three days. They didn't give it like two weeks or two months. It's like, boom, right away. Yeah. And after the second one, they're like, all right, all right, all right. And I think we, we dropped two because we only had two at the time. Really? Yeah. Um, you, say, you, know, you say we, even though you, you have yes. a Chinese accent. Well, you well, I'm, Japan. I, I'm, I'm, you uh, hate Japan, right? No, no, no. I don't, I don't, I don't hate it. But, don't uh, a lot of Chinese people hate Japan? And, and, and Koreans. I'm ethnic Korean, but I was born oh, and raised in Japan. You're Korean? Yeah. Oh, I, th- I think you were Chinese. Because I'm really freakishly tall. Oh, yeah. Chinese are taller than Japanese, right? It just seemed like Koreans and Chinese seem to be taller. I mean, Yao Ming, seven foot something. What is he? Chinese. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting story. There was a guy named, I can't remember the guy's first name, Mr. Yamaguchi. He was work, visiting Hiroshima for work on August yeah. 6, 1945. Yeah. He was working. He got nuked. Yeah. Survives. He panicked. He didn't, he didn't want to get the fuck out of there. So he go home, uh, hometown of Nagasaki. Oh. He get nuked the second time. He survives. How do you survive a nuclear weapon? There's wow. probably about maybe fifteen to twenty of them were, but he's he he he's how, done. Wait, how, how do you survive? It just radiates your skin. Do you, are you immune to it? What do you mean survive? I don't think he was right on the center of it, right? But he still was within the range of radiation. But um, a couple of my a couple of my uh, white did he get cancer and die eventually? He died two years ago at ninety some years old. Wow, with all that radiation. So one of my friends was saying, yeah. Wow, he's really lucky he survived. You're not fucking lucky, lucky if you yeah. get nuked twice. I've been lo- I've been nuked at none. It's like a girl almost got raped twice. And she didn't. I'm like, stop going down the fucking dark alley. <laughs> it's not lucky. There was some girl who was uh, saying, um, 
this is, this is tough to say because it's going to seem um, really uh, non-caring on my part. But there was this girl that used to hang out there, still does actually, and she had said she had been raped at the comedy store. Uh, and then no she, surprise there. And then she said, and people gave her like, "Oh my god, I can't believe." Yeah. Then she said she got raped again. Yeah. By a different person. Right. And then she said she got raped again by a third person. Right. Um, and this isn't like, oh, it was all the same night. I'm just revealing more. It was like, oh, it happened again like a month later. And you realize like, oh, you're the problem. You're women's problem. You're claiming rape constantly. Yeah. When the, and people might be like, well, she was raped. First of all, she's not raping, getting raped three times at the store. It could happen once. Second of all, if she was raped three times, mm-hmm. why would she continue to hang out at the place she keeps getting raped at? <sighs> yeah. There's no reason to keep hanging out at this rape factory. Or the reality is she just made it up for attention and people stopped paying attention to her. Yeah, there's sometimes, I mean, I don't, I don't want to make a lot of it, but there's kind of borderline too, you know? It's, borderline uh, rape? Well. <sighs> Look at this picture that I just got sent of of uh, what I did. Is there a cover? Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to come over here and talk about rape, but go ahead. Um, I got it right back to this guy here. This. Mm-hmm. Um, Send me a picture of her neck after after we had sex. And it's all bruised and like and like red and stuff. But I was like, oh, wow. it's not even that bad. But I was like, I was like, oh, it's a good thing you didn't die because yeah, with my handprints all over your neck, it's probably bad news for me. Oh, this is a girl that you were. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, but she's I, into rough sex, right? Yeah, I like to choke once okay. in a while. She likes it too. Then that's fine. Oh yeah, totally fine. But if she's like, oh, I'm not into this anymore, it's like, well, wait. Now, for those last two and a half seconds where you weren't into it anymore, before you got the whole sentence out of your mouth, right? Is that rape time? Because <laughs> she technically doesn't want to be doing. I, my friend had this problem too, where he was Asian, actually Filipino. Mike Reyes. He said he was having sex with a girl, and she was like, she sobered up in the middle of it. it was college. Yeah, you know college. Do you know college? Did you go to college? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of okay, course. I'm Asian, of course. Yeah. All right. Um. Uh, but so he was like, okay, and he stopped because she was like, I don't want to do this anymore. But then he was like, can I, can I just finish? Yeah. And she was like, yeah, okay, hurry up though. But it was like, you're inside, not moving. She's like, stop. If you take one more stroke, is that a, is that rape? Ooh, that's like there's blo- there's levels of rape. It's not I, as I, bad I, as grabbing a girl by the hair when she's passing by the old abandoned carousel. I I think that's one advantage. Like I. I, I I get a lot of hookers, you know. You get a lot of hookers. Yeah, and I I think I think you don't have to worry about that stuff, you know. That that shit. Who does, doesn't have to worry about that stuff? I mean, getting hookers. ADF have a joke about when you rape a hooker, it's like shoplifting or whatever it was. <laughs> but um, <laughs> um, <laughs> I think. I don't want to make light of it, but it just seems like it's tough. You don't want to make light of it, but you don't want you don't want to make light. You you don't want to make light of it, but it it just seems like going when I went to college, there there was incident. But it it seems like waspy white girls always get in that situation. Like black and Latino girls, they really don't handle themselves. They make that shit really clear. Like we're not doing this. Yeah. Well, it's a it's a very white girl thing to do to say, okay, you can come up, but we're not having sex. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, okay. That means we're definitely having sex, right? You. <sighs> but like, who? I, I think. I think. Yeah, I think. Yeah, sex lo- on the table and still saying, "Come on up," but we're mm-hmm. not doing it. It's like, 
This is like she need to understand the guy's motive, and yeah. a lot of time they want to have sex. Yeah, that's what they want. Yeah. So it's like you're putting him up there into a sexual position. I'm not saying you deserve her or anything, but it's like, of course not. Look, when I go outside, look, when I go outside, even on even on sunset, it's mm-hmm. like I put my money in my wallet before I hit the street, right? Not afterwards. I don't let a bunch of people see. And it's not like it'd be my fault if they mugged me, but like you know. You know when you Black did the, the, girls are better at like get the fuck out, right? Uh, you know when you did those amazing racist things and you drive around bad neighborhood. Let's say uh-huh. your car breaks down in yeah. a shitty neighborhood. It's not my fault if I get murdered. No, no, no. I, what, what I'm saying is, let's say your car breaks down. I'm, uh, no disrespect, people from the city of Carson, but let's say it breaks down <laughs> city of Carson. Yeah, um, they don't have a right to rob you, but right. you're still responsible to have common sense. Yeah, it's like so. If you're a girl Carson and you're inviting a guy, y- you know it's right. You can cut down your a your 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 chances of something happening to you that's not your fault you yes. can cut those down if you're smarter yeah don't go to Carson there's no reason to be in Carson if you're white yeah yeah unless you're trying uh, unless you're trying to get like well what is this more Latino now Carson and some Asian too uh, remember, a lot of my friends used to go uh, my, a lot of my friends used to go Compton and Carson to get black prostitute back in the day but really yeah, yeah in the 80s. I, I graduated from Torrance High one of the best things I ever heard about a black prostitute I repeated this probably 30 times but it was Jim Norton telling Steve Simone. Steve was all depressed about his life or whatever. Yeah. And Norton was like, sometimes, Steve, you just got to get pissed on by a black hooker. <laughs> <laughs> and it's hilarious. And Steve laughed. And then he goes, wait, why did she have to be a black hooker? And his response was, come on, man. <laughs> <That was it. laughs> you know goddamn well why it has to be a black hooker. If you're getting pissed on, it's about demeaning. And you're going to add race to it. And when it comes to that stuff, Jim never Jim jokes. Jim knows. He never jokes, man. No. Well, he jokes, but it's joking about serious things. Yeah, yeah. He, was like, he, he does them. Jokes based on the truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, how long have you been in America? <laughs> um, 32 years. 32 years. Yeah. Wow, you barely have any accent at all. <laughs> you know what's funny? My brother's three years younger. No accent at all. None. None. How old were you when you got when you were kidnapped here? I was. Were you adopted? Uh, Ten, eleven. Family? My brother's probably seven or eight. I, I, I think that. How'd you get here? Well, my mom. You know, I'm from Osaka, Japan, and yeah. my mom told us Osaka. That, that's where Karate Kid, when he went back to with with Miyagi. That's Okinawa. That's Okinawa. Okay. 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 Osaka is like uh, Detroit, Chicago, Japan. My mom said we were flying from Osaka to Tokyo, and when we woke up next morning, we were in Hawaii. Then she told us my parents were divorced. That's what your mom did? Yeah. Oh. And then uh, she dropped me and my brother in 19, March, March 13, 1980, in Bramerton, Washington, with relatives, and she just took off. What? Oh, so you raised by relatives? Yeah. I mean, I guess technically that was kidnapping, but... Um, and I'm ethnic Korean, so my family in states are Koreans. They speak Korean. I don't speak Korean. They don't speak Japanese. You speak, oh, so how do you even communicate with them? It, you, we couldn't. You know, we, 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 my brother and I, we basically have to learn to communicate to them in addition to learn the English and they have a different way of doing things, so you right? you learn Korean and English. I didn't learn Korean, but, you know... It's like when you're when you're living with your relatives, every household have different rules. So I I have to relearn the rule for that house. Not not only that, for oh, a different yeah. country, you know, culture and stuff. Yeah, in Japan, it's never polite to uh, look at somebody in the eye to conversation. Really? Yeah, it's it's a sign of insult. But in the states, it's considered uh, yeah, shifty, look, you, shifty, and you're being when, dishonest when you don't do it. Yeah, yeah. 
they said that once about Russians and how people how people smile or nice. Everybody goes, Russia is just a sign of weakness. You just don't do it. You just don't smile. In South people. Korea, if you smile too much, that means you're uh, retarded or stupid. Oh, really? Oh, simpleton, yeah. And here, I mean, it's also you're having fun. It's like, mm, not everywhere. That's hilarious. I love when different cultural signs. Very different, yeah. I like when you see a dog and people are like, oh, they love it when you do this. I'm like, do they? How do you know? How do you know? When they're like, well, they lick my lips and stuff. I'm like, that's because they, there's salt on your lips. Yes. I'm like, no, it's affection. You're like, no, you want it to be affection. But it's because of the salt. <laughs> you want it to be affection really badly, but it ain't. They lick your elbow too, right? Is that affection? <laughs> or is that that's where salt builds up too? Or maybe it's just condition for them to do it. They also lick fucking salt if you give them salt. Uh, maybe I don't know. So um, Yoshi Obayashi, that's your last name. Yeah, just Yoshi. Uh, does anybody call you Obayashi? Check this out. Star nice Jewish star on a necklace on my chest. I was applying to be the new Ding Dong Show Big Three member today. Mole's gone. He's out of the Big Three. Huh. So I was applying to be his replacement. Brody Stevens also applied. Uh, some doctor applied and I applied. All based on I'm a Jew and I can bring you guys money. Is that a big show at the comedy store? Big three. It's you know, uh, you ever see Windy City Heat? Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, well they do a podcast, the three of them now all the time. Oh, oh big gotcha. three podcast. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Don Barris is the one of the guy, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Don Barris, Scary Perry, and Mole. Gotcha. Yeah. It's pretty great. Well, whatever. Anyway, the first time I met you, you were always uh, this was I don't know how long you've been around LA. A little over nine years now. Nine years. Okay, so it's probably a few years after I started, I guess. But when I came across you, I forgot who it was, but somebody at like Jerry's Deli. Uh, no, not Jerry's. Cantor's. We were uh, we we got out of the car. We saw you in there. Somebody knew you. Whoever I was with knew you. I think I might have met you once before. Remember this? Yeah, I remember. I met you once at some like Dana Point gig too. One of those things. But oh, okay, that I remember. Yeah, I remember that. It might have been. Bef- that might have been after this though. But um, and this guy was like, "Hey Yoshi, how you doing?" It might have been Caparulo. Did you know Caparulo ever? No, I met him once. I don't okay, know. Him then that it well. wasn't him. Maybe it's, I don't know who it was. I don't know who it was. It was somebody that's hanging out yeah, with yeah. Maybe Mike Black. Um, and you're like, "Hey, I have something for you." And then you went. You're like, "Come with me to my car." And went to your car and you opened up the trunk and you got him like some DVDs, some some burned DVDs. Not actual ones, not with a case, just burned DVDs, and it was porn. It's it's check desk, yeah. It, it's basically one stop before final products. We, uh-huh. we we check if there's any problems. So okay. when, when I used to work, and back in those days, they were very generous. So I just get them, I just give it to my friends, you know. Yeah, and then you were like, you want one, you want one too? And I was like, okay, yeah. And I didn't understand what it was. It, like even DVD, the, I, I thought it was a CD-ROM. I remember uh-huh. trying to put it in a, in a, a computer that wouldn't read DVDs. You could read CDs, and that's it. And I kept trying yeah. to play. I'm like, it doesn't work with shit. And my friend was like, that's not a CD-ROM. What, what have you been beating off on? It's this DVD. I could never afford them then. I was like, oh, really? And then I could move it. The TV was in the bedroom then. I could, I could go to the, use a DVD player in the bedroom and beat off in my actual bed with video, and it changed my life. I, I, you know, sometimes I forget how things change so quickly. Oh, yeah. I forgot nine, ten years ago. DVD players are relatively kind of new back Kind of new. Yeah. VHS tapes you had. Yeah. I had some VHS porn. But like, I mean, you know, it's hard to get to spots on that. Skip scenes. You just were like, oh, yeah. To the girl. Uh, yeah. And then every time I saw you, you always have 
and everyone was always happy to see you because you always had a, a porno. I saw you at the at, at uh, M bar once. You're like, yeah. oh, hang on a second, and you're like, he's getting me born. It was just made everyone happier to see you. I, I, I just thought, you know, m- maybe maybe the company didn't like that, but I figured a lot of times they were throwing that shit away once. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. And I figured like... And it ain't like these poor comics were ever buying it. Yeah. Like, ever. So, it, I, so I figured, why, why not help? Because I know 90% of comedians, you know, they're, they're, they don't make any money, yeah. you know? Oh, and, yeah. I, and then uh, I figure, why not? You know, I don't I don't... Want to be generous with people, you know? And when you can, when it's nothing, I realize it's about comedy store tickets. Yeah. Where people are like, oh, I'm sorry, I don't want to impose. You're like, oh, it doesn't matter at all. It's free for me. I'll just give you a ticket or put your name on the list. Yeah, yeah. Like, it doesn't matter to me yeah. in any way. But they still appreciate it. To them, it's a $20 value per ticket. And I'm like, oh, I don't think of it that way because I'm there five nights a week. Right. Just hanging out. Um, that reminds me, I got to write this guy back and tell him there's no cover charge. Um, God, I love those bruises on that neck. Um, <laughs> I, man, I just something about I like choking. Um, sorry, this is really bad radio. Hold on, I'm going to pause this. All right, send it. Um, uh, so yeah, it was great. It got me from still. I, I would beat off to still pictures. Like just, you remember those uh, galleries. Oh yeah, of pictures online, and it would like tell stories. It's a bunch of different like they would just fuck and they just shoot pictures the whole time. It, it, it it's a it's amazing how much things have changed in the business. Last, yeah, um, it's crazy, and that's only been like ten years. And they're fucked now. And the, why? Because now it's all free. <laughs> Internet. Yeah, I mean the demand for porn hasn't dropped, yeah. but people are not up. people are not willing to pay for. I mean it's mm-hmm. it's the same the new thing. Standard is pay for porn. Back then, it was like, I can't afford it. But now, it's like, who would pay for that? I, I think the people who pay, you tend to be older people who are afraid of technology. Mm-hmm. And um, You know, one of the advantages of buying DVDs, in theory, is, you know, you don't want to go to a website with underage kids. Uh, you buy DVDs, at least the company guarantees that they did the, all the paperwork and they're 18 years old or so. Yeah, nobody really ca- Does anybody care about that? Oh, I don't want to. I'm afraid of being off to a 17 year old. Funny you said that because, you, you know, barely bro- legal now is like 23 year olds. And you're like, come on, man. Well, I know you know Brody Stevens, and I think you knew Brody's you close Brody friend, Stevens. Tana Manu, the mm-hmm. comedian, right? Okay. Yeah. So a year and a half ago, uh, Tana started back doing Tana com- doing porn? He did, he did a little while ago. He stopped. Yeah. So he started doing comedy again, but um, about a year and a half ago, yeah, he does a lot of construction work, and he was working. And all of a sudden, I don't know, seven FBI agents and a bunch of cops just <sighs> came down to his place, right? Backyard. Oh, no. And the whole time he's thinking, like, oh, they got me. Because he hasn't paid child support in a long time, right? <laughs> so they, they, he thought they were there for child support. They throw him in, him on the ground. They had guns everywhere. And like they're screaming, yelling. They got the legal paperwork for search the place. and A construction site? Uh, his backyard. He, okay. he built things. And they asked him, where's your computer? And he was confused because he thought it was child support, right? So yeah. they go through his computer. They can't find anything. Then um, they ask, like, do you know a guy named... Uh, Charles something, which is Chuck, somebody that we knew. And yeah. so what happened was one of his friends, when he was housing in Tennis House with Wi-Fi, he was downloading child porn. How do you download child porn? I, 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 I don't know. I mean... Like, what happens if I go right now... Uh, let, let me look here. And just Google child porn. 
it probably come up with. Uh, I bet it'll come things up. Just things, like, things about child yes, porn. Yeah, articles about it. Child pornography images. Let's go images. That's just not going to happen. They probably put pictures. Oh. See, those are pictures of pedophiles. Yeah. God, tanning peeper pleads guilty to child porn and shows a picture of a screaming child. Oh, picture of uh, who's this guy? <laughs> John John McCain. McCain. I don't know He's on the first three pages. This creepy dude. Child porn network. And here's just a naked baby. That's not child porn, is it? Naked baby with his dick out. Is this child pornography? No, sexual. You could get in trouble for that, though. No way. I, I think it was Tennessee. Ronald six- Brown, a puppeteer, is now charged with child pornography. And that guy looks like Jonah Ray. You know who Jonah Ray is? Some grandmother in Tennessee, I think, five, six years ago, took picture, very innocent picture of um, her grandson in Bath. Yeah. And then um, I think she printed him at the local Photoshop, I mean, uh, what is it, uh, camera shop or whatever, the drugstore to print him. Yeah. They called the cops on her. Really? And uh, I think the case went back and forth. And and, 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 and they realized it's her grandmother taking pictures of her naked grandson. It doesn't matter. She's once, seven. Once that process starts you know either she fight all the way and, and, and use all your resources to fight it or just plead and just drop it but yeah, I think she, like, she ended up pleading guilty and like oh. probation and stuff so so she had to plead guilty to child porn in order to uh, yeah and she had to register as a sex offender you know so really mm-hmm. oh that's tough uh, I remember this girl got in trouble because she sexted with her with her um you, if you're a 16 year old girl and you take picture of yourself naked, yeah. that's considered as a child porn. Yeah, and she sent it like all hot, and she sent yeah. it to a 16 year old boyfriend who she was legally out of sex with, yeah. and then he sent it to people, and it's like you guys are all sending child porn out. Yes, absolutely. It's just there's no slave work involved, but like this is you're in the bad zone. That that's why they all come after you. I think they charge that girl with taking pictures of herself, yeah. which I kind of like. Where it's like if you're gonna have rules, have rules. <laughs> You know the grandmother I don't like because there was no intention of that. But like no that little girl was was taking porn. Like if I have to have a girl send me naked pictures, yeah, it's, it's yeah. slight porn. It's not great porn. It's slight porn, but it's porn. But they're of age. However, barely it is. But but those I get nervous too because at least porn they have a documentation proving they're eighteen years old. You you never know if some seventeen year old pretended to be twenty sending that shit to you. Wasn't that uh, uh, Jenna Jameson? Wasn't she like sixteen, seventeen when she got real good? Oh, not Jenna Jameson. Who was the girl from Melrose Place? Are you talking about Tracy Lord? Yeah, wasn't she like sixteen, seventeen when she started? And when people found out, they're like, absolutely. Fuck, but she's too big a commodity. She, uh, there's only one legal one. I love you, Tracy, and that's the only legal one. But anything else, if you have her movies. Beside that one, it's super that, illegal. That's child you porn. Hide that shit. <laughs> you, I wouldn't even keep it, man. You wouldn't keep it. You'd no, just throw no, it away. no. But man, what if you wanted to watch it once in a while? I heard they were legendary. She did one called uh, New Wave Hookers, and she was in it. So they have to remake the film. Took took her scene out, and oh. I think they put Ginger Lynn back in there. Back in there. Well, they cut her, cut the Tracy Lord scenes, and they Placed refilmed it. with some other girl. Yeah, and that was Ginger Lynn. I mean, they will, they will fucking come after you, man. And then you, for the rest of your life, you will register as a sex offender. All those people that if you go to the sex offenders apps, a lot of those people are just like, wait, there's no way you can just go to a porn site. Like, how do you just go to, how do you find maybe child porn sites? That's what I look, child porn. You know, traditionally how the pedophile, I think, did it was they, they would join those nudist colony uh-huh. and, and those, those, um, 
those nature pictures, like the whole families are naked and stuff like that. Oh, really? Yeah. They would do that? <laughs> but that's, that's, that. I mean. A lot of Asian girls, they passed very easily. Those ones always make me nervous because they, Asian people look young. Anonymous attacks child porn websites and publishes usernames. Man, I love Anonymous. <laughs> They're great. They're great. They do whatever they want. They operate. Anonymous is dead. That turns bad. But, and they operate by their own rules. They govern each other. Yeah. And it's just like, here's what we find acceptable. Here's what we don't. And when they publish all those names of those people against the, uh, against the Pirating Act, yeah, whatever that was, SOPA, Stop SOPA, they would send all these, all these like, uh, addresses of these people who worked at NBC and stuff, like executives, home addresses and phone numbers. And like, go ahead and tell them. Those are the th- one of the three groups you just don't fuck with. You don't Animal fuck rights with people and the hackers. Um, mm-hmm. What's the other one? Environmentalists, I guess. Hackers, they can just fuck you as hard as they yeah. want, and you won't be able to do anything. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't say shit about them. Yeah, that's like saying a big meathead in Boston walk by you to watch it. You just go, you just quietly move away. <laughs> You're just like, I am powerless against you. Um, yeah, so anyway, how'd you get into this stuff? How did you start getting these DVDs? How did you start with this stuff? Um, you graduate college. I graduate from college. And a nice, promising, young uh, Japanese-Korean man. What college did you go to? Evergreen State College up in Olympia, Washington. Oh, I've totally never heard of that. When I went to school in Olympia, remember that song? Uh-uh. Corny Love. <laughs> <laughs> so I graduated. I had, I had a bunch of um, office jobs and... Um, you know, Brody's friend, Tana, yeah. um, you know, the guy who almost got in trouble for a child porn thing because of his friend. He was working in a porn shop, and one time he told me how much he money- He was working in a porn shop? What does that mean? Porn shop, um, you know, adult video stores. Okay. And he told me how much their money they were making. He showed me the balance sheet, and I, f- I couldn't believe how much they were making in the 90s. Just tur- hand over fist. Oh, those booths, this is unbelievable. There's- Booth? What do you mean? You know, you put quarters and you go inside. Oh, those things? They're, they're just a huge moneymaker back in those days. Wow. I did that once in um, in uh, New York. Um, in New- Fuck, why can't I find a goddamn piece of paper to write on? Okay, this is good. Uh, in New York, after me and uh, after we did O&A, after, not O&A, uh, Down and Dirty with Jim mm-hmm. Norton, which you should have been on that show, huh? What happened with that? Well, they had they had Kevin Shea. Oh yeah, so that was their Asian. Oh yeah, I remember. Kevin that. did a very good job on oh, yeah, it. Yeah, Kevin was great. He's always funny. Um, they, I, I heard a couple of the guys did it. They got caught. Like yeah. my friend Jason Rouse, he did, he killed it, mm-hmm. which is which is really funny. It. It's it's called Down and Dirty with Jim Norton, and they said it was too dirty. So well, what they said was the thing is they okayed everybody's act beforehand. Uh, what they said is they were going to cut, they planned to cut two people. They booked two extra people. They're going to show three people per episode yeah. and like a bigger name. The bigger names were Patrice. Artie Lane. Artie, Bill Burr. I he think so. One of the bigger names and Dice. Um, and, uh, and then other people just did it that were bigger, like Florentine. Did yeah, it, yeah, like, yeah. You know, but um, yeah, they said they booked, so instead of booking four, eight, 12, instead of booking 12 people, they booked 14. With right. The intention of cutting two. Right. So Andy Andrus, right off the bat, you're out. Uh, he just had bad, just a bad set. Um, and then we were like, oh, who's going to be the other one? 
And then I pulled my dick out. So I was like, fuck, I put myself in a bad position. <laughs> They're going to cut me. But they didn't. And then it, they ended up cutting two other You did great on it. I mean. Yeah, but I was worried about that dick thing. But I was like, if they need to cut somebody, I can see them reasoning with that. But then Jason Rouse, I remember he taped the first day like me. And they were going to have me come back the next day and right. retape because of the dick thing. And they were going to have Rouse come back and retape. But he had to leave. He had his flight scheduled for the next day. So I didn't know that. Day. Yeah. And they said, they told him they didn't want him to do this joke about fucking a retarded girl. Right. Um, he said, I really like it. And back then, he had a specific set, too. Yeah. He had a bunch more of an act now than he has. Like, more, he's more free, right, right. free now. But um, they said, we don't like it. And he was like, I really want to do it. They said, okay, you can do it, but you have to make it freestanding, which is like, no segues to it. You finish one bit, and then, you know, like, that's why I went to the store. And then pause and start another bit. Like, right. So I was having sex with this girl. Like, this, so you can easily cut it out. Right. And at the end of it, he goes, and that's the story of that. Then starts his next bit. It doesn't even, not even like, and that reminds me of the time I was in Montreal. Like, nothing like that. Like, freestanding. You can easily cut it out. Um, and he did it, and I was watching from the back, because he was doing the second show of the first day, I think. And I was watching the back. And I've seen the clip. He killed it. Yeah, I like watching from rooms. He destroyed. Yeah. When it was the reveal that this, he was fucking a retarded chick, it was like, oh my God. It was, like a, it was hilarious. People died. It was 1,300 people just dying of laughter. And then, but they didn't, they didn't, they said they didn't want, I don't understand why they couldn't just cut it out. They said, we can just cut it. I mean, what, what would the HBO worry about? Like a retarded people protesting? Maybe it? that's what it was, where it's like, we don't want to do this job. I get that. I don't understand it or like it, but yeah. I get that people have these weird standards. Like after 9-11, you couldn't make a Bush joke. Yeah. I get that people have the standards. I don't agree with them. It's a dumb standard. No retard jokes, but you can make fucking I rape mean, jokes. If you don't like it, just change the channel. Yeah. You know, I heard Jeff Ross say this recently. It's like. Why don't we worry more about the guns that are killing people instead of the jokes about those people right. that are stinging people? The stinging is not a problem. We're not doing anything. Anyway, but um, yeah, they cut him. I couldn't believe it. I was like, man, really? And then they cut, they cut Louis, C- Louis Katz? Oh, is that right? Was he the third person? <sighs> I can't remember. There was like a few people who did like okay sets and me because the dick. And Did, did they and- cut... Jacob Siroff? Oh, that's who it was. It wasn't Louis Katz. It was Jacob Siroff. Okay. Um, Weird, because all those guys are funny guys, and yeah. uh, it's a dirty show. And- they booked a couple extra people so they, so they could make sure to cut people. Wow. Yeah, it was pretty rough. Yeah, I like how Jason Rouse was saying for a while, I was like, banned from HBO. I was like, not banned. Banned. Just cut. <laughs> they had to cut two people. Like, Andy Andrews wasn't banned. He was just like, dude, we can't air this. Yeah, I'm working with Rouse in Norway in a couple weeks. That'd so. be really cool. Yeah. I was just thinking about Rouse. That, that Monsters of Comedy tour was a year and a half ago. Has it been that long already? That's not that long. I'm doing fucking like way better now. <laughs> that was shared three to a fucking Motel 6 every night, having Rouse shit in toilets. Not shit in toilets. I'm sorry. That would have been bath. awesome. Shit in baths. He did in Europe too. I thought, uh, he, I thought he was joking about it. but He projectile shits. Yeah. You ever see The Last Emperor? Yeah. You know that scene where he, he finally realizes that he can't leave <laughs> right? the, the city? Right. Emperor City, you know? Somebody was like, well, you can't even go out. I was like, what do you mean I can't go out? Like, he never wanted to before. He's like eight. The Forbidden City, yeah. I'll show you. He starts walking out, and the guards stand in front of him. He's like, get out of my way. And that's the one thing they can't can't let let the last emperor out. They can't let him out. And, um, but he can do, he has full power in there. And then they won't get out of his way, and he just shows him. He takes his pet, he had a pet mouse in his pocket, and he takes it, and he just (laughs) chucks it against the wall as hard as he can, and just splatters, and like comes down. Like his bloody carcass of a mouse, like I don't fucking remember that. Slides part. down the wall, 
it's there. And that's what Rouse's shits look like. It clears the, 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 the bottom of the bathtub, goes to the other wall, and hits it hard against the top. And then slowly. Well, comes down. you know, we the smell is what gets the me. The smell, man. right? When you walk in, you're like, oh my god, it smells like shit. Shit. <laughs> yeah, but that was a year and a half ago. What a great times that was, though. Um, so you're going to Norway with him for a week. Let's go yeah. back. Sorry, I yeah. got off topic. <laughs> Jesus, man. Yeah. You need any pot? Want to smoke some pot? During the podcast? Yeah, whatever. Uh, sure. Do you smoke pot still? Yes. Okay. You don't pull over on the side of the road anymore? No. <laughs> oh, that was from an edible, huh? Um, that was from an edible, right? When you stopped with Joey Diaz? Oh, that story. Yeah. I love that so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I did a show with Diaz, and he told me I'm going uh, to get high. I, I just puffed a couple of pot you know and yeah. a little bit buzz i didn't realize at the time when i was eating the banana bread he put marijuana in there he didn't put it in there it's baked in there oh baking he didn't like stuff a marijuana pill into it so you know i had five to six of them and fuck halfway through my show five to six pieces of that banana bread yeah did he cut it up into bite-sized pieces no i just i just keep eating. I, I i was hungry like a whole slice yes dude that was the most powerful stuff i've ever had that's why I was in the garage for like nine hours. Oh, my God. You ate five or six pieces of that? And he, he would call me every two hours and, and start laughing at me. <laughs> it's funny now, but... you know by now nothing's bad is going to happen yeah. to you. And just like you're going to go through it for a few hours and it's hilarious. Oh, oh my God. I have, half, I have a tremendous tolerance. Like mine is really far up there. Half a piece. I, I got sick, man. Half I, a piece to like, whoa. You got sick to barf? I didn't throw up, but I think like uh, eight hour mark, I drove out of there and went to um, Burger King or something. I order and I keep driving around the building because I couldn't find the window to pick up the food. (laughs) I I must have done like four or five times. I must have laughed at you so much. No, drugs is not my thing. uh, I'm not against it, but. Yeah, I went, I was trying to get into a bus. I was smoking with Kurt Metzger. And I had to go pick up my pot from my my old roommate yeah. who was in New York. So I was driving. I was I took the subway down and then a, then a bus across Central right. Park. And um, this pot on the subway down, I could smell it in my pocket. I, I was like, "Fuck!" I can smell it. Uh, it was in like a Ziploc bag. And I also I was really high, so I was paranoid. But then I got in the bus and I was trying to figure out how to put the MTA card into the fucking bus thing because right. I know how to do it in the subway but I don't know I was like tapping at it and then turning it around said wrong way but oh, I had no. it really over for like a good 40 seconds and the guy keeps going other way other way and he's looking at me and he just eventually he's just going <laughs> he goes man if you weren't so high this wouldn't be funny let me help <laughs> you and I was like what? I was like you got me bro <laughs> I was just like let's laugh about it I was like yeah. that's exactly what's happening right now and he just laughed he goes I know uh, and it was fun. I don't mind. People, I don't care that people know. But um, I've got some hybrid. Why not? Yeah. All right. This is good. Um, so, sorry. Ah, oh, fuck. Okay. So, he gave you a banana. You ate five pieces of that? I gave a quarter size piece, maybe a half dollar size piece, maybe a half dollar to this girl. I was trying to get her high. And she didn't want to smoke. And because I wanted to fuck stoned. 
and she got so. Well, why is it so much stronger when you eat it? I don't understand that. Uh, the way Rogan says it, it, it metabolizes differently in the system. Yeah. So like it's like injecting heroin versus snorting it. Gotcha. You know, okay. it's like it's the same shit. It just it enters you differently. Um, because halfway through the sh- show, when I was on stage, my hands start tingling. Oh, nice. and my head starts spinning. And oh, you got the spins. And and uh, sweating a lot. Yeah, and like yeah. light starts shimmering. And did you think you were? Joey was laughing so hard it was hurting my ears. You were on stage. Yeah, when well, like halfway, you like tell you had started. Yeah, because I smoked weed before, but it's never done that. But halfway through it, like, he was laughing the whole fucking time. Everybody started laughing. Not at, not at my jokes, you know. Just the fact they could all tell. Did you tell them you were eating the banana? You had gotten high? You didn't know what it was. No, no. I didn't, I didn't even know you could eat marijuana. Oh, really? Yeah. That was I, your I, first edible experience? Yes. <laughs> you got dosed. <laughs> he told me, are you hungry? Like, yeah, try some of this. I made him. Like, <laughs> he didn't say there was some marijuana in him. <laughs> Usually he says... I saw Joey give some to Alex Jones once, give some cookie to him or something, and Alex was like, uh, um, uh, wait, what's in this cookie? And Joey's like, put it in your fucking mouth. Like, like oh, Jesus. you know goddamn well what it is. I gave you a cookie, you fucking eat it. Um, so yeah, so what happened? I got fucking stuck in garage for like eight, nine hours, and I had to wait until... Just couldn't move. In what garage? Uh, Brea Improv, you know, across the street, the garage. Oh, yeah. You yeah. just couldn't move. You just got stuck in your car there. I well, I mean, I, I drove like a little bit and I realized I'm going to run over someone. Yeah. There's just no way. I've gotten that. When he's giving me some of those banana bread, just muffins, and I yeah. have to two because they're so small. And then I'm on Laurel Canyon, like on the way home, and I'm like, I know I'm only like a couple minutes from home, but I should pull over for pull a while over. because it's too much now. Too- Normally, pot's totally fine to drive on. Keeps you focused. But like... um. Yeah, with that stuff, it's way too much. So every time he offers me shit now, I just don't do it. I don't, don't I, take I, I don't, it. You don't trust and he's in like, bro, I didn't put anything in it, but I can't afford. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can't afford to have that situation again. <laughs> That's like the worst. When you have no idea how high you're getting. I got those spins on a plane once. Sitting next to, uh, sitting next to Rogan. I thought I was going <laughs> to die. Wow. <coughs> you're surrounded by smoke. <coughs> you smoke weird. You smoke like an Asian. Um, okay, forget all that. So you grad. <laughs> sorry, you graduate college. I'm gonna pause it for a second. I'm good. <laughs> I love that. I'm good. <coughs> you graduate college. Tana gets raided for. <coughs> this is in Seattle. No, no. Tana got raided like two years ago. Oh. Oh. Okay. But you know, you go back 15 years ago. He was working at a shop. And um, at a sex shop, <clears throat> one of my aunt, aunt, she was she didn't she didn't have any money, so she had a headache all the time. So she was taking a lot of aspirin. Yeah, we find out later on she had a brain tumor, and because she didn't have insurance, you know, so she was trying to treat her brain tumor with <coughs> with aspirin. No, no, we didn't know she had a brain tumor. Oh, she didn't know. She just thought she had a headache, so okay. she kept taking aspirin. So. Because she couldn't afford to go to the doctor. She didn't have insurance. So that made me really feel bad. So I need yeah, to provide for the good. family. And Tanner told me how much money in the porn back then. It's just obnoxious amount of money. Yeah. So I thought... <clears throat> yeah, with all this, like, now, like, with, with like, uh, all the internet free websites, it's like, oh, they're losing all this money. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah those so, stores that millions instead of hundreds of millions. Those stores are not making any more money, but... Um, are they still open? 
<clears throat> so I figure I could open one of those shops, but before I do that, I should work at a couple of those stores and have experience. That's how I got into the business. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so I did that for a few years, but in around 2003, I got tired of living in Washington State. I decided to li- move down here. They smoke pot there. Yeah. And you want to go Vancouver, Canada. You could smoke out, out in the street. They don't care. See, don't the, co- the, the cops uh, cops will tell you, hey, what are you doing? Just go down the alley and smoke. San Francisco don't care. San yeah. Francisco, you probably park during a day. Public parks and their kids. Aren't, you want some more of this? No, no, I'm good. Um, yeah. So okay. So you're so then you decided to work at one of these shops. I did it for three years and uh, made cash. Hmm? Made money. Uh, they were all right. When I worked in Bellevue, Washington, where all the Microsoft money, all those Microsoft perverts, they had cash. Oh my god, they had more money than they knew what to do with. They're suddenly millionaires. <laughs> when I used to work for Taboo Video. Taboo Video? Okay. I met you at Evil Angel, I think. Taboo Video uh, store. Oh, okay. Up in Washington. I Taboo know- Video. I like that. That's a good name. Yeah. Bill Gates came in and bought stuff. This is really like mid-90s. Yeah. Wow. And um, why, would I, why would that be wow? Of course he's <laughs> Of course. He's a guy. So, you know, p- people like that spend a lot of money in the area I was living. So yeah. it, it was a pretty good living. But I got tired of living in Washington State. Decided to move here, and I went to one of the porn conventions, 2003, Evil Angel, the company that I used to work for, yeah, had a sign. They're looking for DVD producer. I don't even know what that means. DVD producers. Okay. What does that <clears throat> mean? <clears throat> it's a fancy way of saying, I just sit down, put a point throughout, chapter point throughout the movie, so that it would be convenient for the masturbators to master okay. certain part. It has nothing to do with storylines at all. Oh, Okay. Girl walks in, chapter point. Starts. Uh, beginning of blowjob, chapter point. Okay. Penetration, anal. You All know, chapter points. Chapter points. So my job is to think like a pervert, unlike Hollywood movies. I want to get to the part where the, the second guy comes in. It's like, well, we have a chapter point for you. The, the, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I did that for nine years. Yeah. Nine years. And then, okay. So you're pretty much just watching porn all day. Eight to ten hours, yeah. Eight to ten hours a day. Yeah. For Evil Angel. Yeah. And you worked for them the whole time? Yeah, the nine years, yeah. Okay. Wow. How, okay, first of all, when, how long did it take to lose its luster? Of like, I'm watching porn. Like, you, you got boners when you'd watch this stuff, right? <clears throat> for a little in, while. In, in, in the beginning, sure. But you know what really ruins for me is when I meet the girl and become friend with her, uh-huh. I can't even watch that scene anymore. Really? I can't. I remember meeting Belladonna. Mm-hmm. You knew one of our, one of our directors, yeah. Um, one of the all-time greats. Yeah, one of the all-time greats. That's exactly right. Uh, and um, and she, we're doing an auction. Me and Brody were doing this auction with right. Steve Agee where we had to, they were raising money for that AIDS test that they all have to do. Yeah. Um, and uh, and I was, she was like, who do you want to auction off? Me or I forget her super hot friend or Joanna Angel or... Sasha Gray or somebody. I was like, I don't know. I mean, um, I wrote some jokes for like four of you. And she goes, well, who's the last one you beat off to? And I was like, oh, uh, I guess Joanna Angel. And she's like, all right, we'll do that one. Uh, Wait, what did you pick her? Because she's Jewish? No, just because I had some good jokes. Oh, okay, okay. I actually had a weird thing. Is once I know some girl, it's like I feel, I feel weird about watching the porns. Well, that's the same thing. Yeah. I am. But then I got to some point with like Jaden James when I tried to bone her and she was like, nah. 
then I was like, oh, well, then I'm watching your porns then. I'm going to masturbate. I'm going to fuck you one way or the other. <laughs> They're my mind tonight or you know, I, because, I, because I think I think a lot of times girls uh, pretend to be slutty. They're not pretending. They're fucking guys. They're, they're doing they're, it. It's a, it's a performance art more. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's but, what Chipley but, always says, that they're not as into it. But very few, like Bella Donna is a fucking, not a performer. She, she's just really into fucking. Really? She's great at, great at it. One of the all-time great. great. She's great at it. All-time great. And, you know, she, so I mean, she's a real deal. It comes off natural with her. Yeah, absolutely. So she's done now? No, no, she's still directing. Just and directing though, but done acting. I'm sure she does it. I mean, you know, I haven't worked in six months, so I don't, I don't know what she's been doing the last six months. But yeah. she's so good at it. And if she's not in a movie, yeah, I don't think they sell as much. No, she, so she she has her no, name is that she's in, in it. Yeah, I'm sure even like, she's not fucking. The fact that she's like talking to girls, that that even do. Oh it. really? Just the, her fan base is just massive. Yeah, she was showing me. Her and her husband were showing me the. Um, Aiden, yeah. Yeah, with like the, the, the contest people would have, and people would write in and submit, like, I'd love to be one of your pornos. I think you're awesome. Yeah. Belladonna and, and all these things. It's like, oh my God, they have like this fan base. Big people time. They show me this video of this dude. He was so awesome. Real tiny dick with a tank top on, and just sort of like, you didn't realize the whole time he was masturbating, and he's talking about how he wants to be dominated and all this stuff, and it's like pans away after like five minutes. He's just jerking off his tiny dick it was just like oh this is awesome this is awesome i don't remember that i don't know if they put it out it was just submission to them to their website oh oh i see i see yeah this is years and years ago well just years i guess that's the same as years and years um she's just similar in 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 that like you know how she's shockingly cool by the way she's very cool um you know, you, you're doing podcasts, you talk to fans, fan feels like they know you, they have, uh-huh. they, they have a connection yeah, with you. She was doing a podcast before anybody. She was in that too. I, I, th- I think she stopped a while ago. Yeah, they ago. stopped. But like, they were doing it before anybody. I forgot about that. Yeah. It's it's important. I think the con- uh, these days, you know, you have to do two things. You you you, you got to dance, do, right? You do podcasts and things like that where the fan feel like... They're connecting with they're, you. They're part of uh, their life. You know what I mean? And then you can beat off to them better. Right. Wow. Or, uh, and dancing. Wow. Yeah, feature dancing. But the, 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 thing, the, the thing that they're doing now, which is very clever, they're making these superhero, nerdy, porn. You know, they say it's like... They was, they, uh, there's the, always like murder movies. They'll say like, this ain't the Twilight series. Uh-huh. So they'll, they'll have girls that look like the character from Twilight. Uh-huh. So what happened was uh, these nerdy guys or nerdy girls will buy two movies of each. One of them in plastic cover so they, it's collectible. Other one they'll watch. Oh my gosh. So, you know what I mean? It's, it's, really? Uh, it's, yeah, it's a really clever way of... Wow. Yeah, like they're, go. they're expanding their fan base by going after people who are not traditionally porn fans. Yeah. But if you do, you do anything with Star Wars, they don't give a shit. There's so certain Star, a Star Wars fan will buy anything. Yeah. Yeah. You know, on Twilight and, and everything. Limited? It's, oh, it's limited? Only 20,000 of these? Yeah, they will buy it. So that's what I noticed. There's a lot of, uh, tons of parody stuff, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. My friend uh, Thomas Ward was in the, the Cosby Show parody. Oh, I know him. I've yeah. seen him around. Yeah, he didn't do the porn. He was just like in it setting up scenes and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. But he did a great Bill Cosby. And I've seen him in like a couple of those porn things that he was walking around. Really? Yeah, yeah. I never talked to him. Yeah. And then Jason Washington. Do you remember him? 
I remember him. He used to work the phones at the comedy store on Sundays. He was the last one. He just worked all day Sunday, so he'd get his two shifts straight in, and they could do the Sunday open mic. Right. And uh, he got into porn for a while. Did he? Yeah. I didn't know that. He was back to stand up like a year ago. I'm back to stand up, and I want to be like, dude, nobody gets back to stand up after seven years. Stop it. Stop. Oh, he's been away that long? It was a while. Yeah, but he was doing porn. I saw him on the train once out here on the subway coming from the Staples Center or something, and he had a couple girls with him, and they looked like, you know, middle level porn stars. Not like doing well porn stars, but like the type that they shoot every day in the valley. It's, 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 uh, that's fucking rough, man. I mean... Yeah, he was a dude porn star. But then he started dressing better. He also had like 25 kids. That guy never pulled out. Never learned his lesson either. Kept leaving it in there. Kept another kid with another girl. I don't know which is worse. Being mid-level opening person for the rest of their career or being mid-level porn guy. Oh, yeah. At least like the opening is like you feel bad about where you are in life. But you're like, but this is pretty fun though. Yeah. At its base, this is fun. But if you're a mid-level guy, you might be doing a bunch of gangbang stuff with 30 yeah. guys in there. And if you don't pop, you don't get to 50. You you ever seen video, have you ever seen videos of girls crying? Sure. You have. And they're like, we're using it? I don't think... I don't remember... Too- Not like fetish crying, but like someone broke down during a scene. I've seen those. I don't know. I, I think we might have a couple... But that is definitely a fetish. There's some, some guys, guys like some, that. some guys are definitely. Oh yeah, I used for to sure. joke about it. But one of my favorite porns, and I don't know if you can find it anymore, but it was it was it was a it was a, a two on two. I don't know I don't know what they call those. Um, is there a term for that? Two two people fucking one place, two people fucking another place. Like let's say somebody was fucking on that couch, and then and then two people are fucking on this couch. It's like a couple thing, right? Okay, I mean, maybe yeah. I don't know. Yeah, just a few people are fucking orgy, maybe I don't yeah. know. But anyway, this guy was fucking this girl on a couch. So it'd be couch like this, sitting like you're sitting, right, regular style right. on the couch. And the guy was in front of her, like on his knees, fucking her. Right. She was le- leaning down a little bit. This other guy was fucking this girl on a piano. The joke was because it was an artsy scene, I guess. But um, Is this an old movie? This was, in, this was like seven, eight, nine years ago. Oh, never mind. Six, maybe five. Yeah. I don't know. But um, least five. But uh, then the guy finished it. The guy on the piano is like ready to come. So he pulls out and stops and then he goes up behind the couch and he and then he like jerks, you know, they have to jerk it for like another two seconds and they jerked it onto her hair. She was getting fucked on the couch by this other guy. This other dude came, it's like, it's like the space behind here. Come up behind you, jerked onto your hair and she got so fucking angry. Was that a black girl? Light-skinned black girl? It, it, it would have had to been light-skinned. She got so fucking angry because she, I don't remember her being black. So she might have had been light skinned. I remember the dark hair. Very few, a very few times when I hear girls get angry, it just seemed like every she time. She was like, what the fuck? She was so mad. He, he came in her hair. I've never seen a white girl get angry. She, but, I thought it was a white girl. But and she I've, stopped I, the dude from that. It was actually fucking her. She pulled yeah. him out, fucking slapped at that guy, yeah. and stormed off. And I say, it's like, I've never masturbated more to any scene. Because that looked like real emotion to me. I've probably seen maybe dozen movies where black women get just, just gets fucking angry. angry. Wow. They say they'd rather get a hit in the face, yeah. but not their hair. Not their hair, because they not worked on their, it and yeah. they relaxed it. Remember that in Friday with the sister sleeping like, <laughs> yes. with her hand? Yes. Like sleeping on her stomach with her head propped up on right. her side because she didn't want to mess up her hair. She keeps dripping off. She has to catch herself and hold herself by her chin. 
So she didn't fuck up her hair. Yeah, by it, sleeping. it's. I think I did. I, I saw Chris. Don't fuck with a black. Oh, well, yeah, that Chris, Chris Rock's uh, documentary and like it's very important to black women. It was really interesting. And the amazing thing is, black women. The reality is, all your hair is disgusting to all white people, <laughs> except the biggest freaks. So don't even bother. Just go natural. Just well, go I mean, Afro. Come plus. on, they're not doing it for Jim white Jackson. Guy. Maybe that kind of hair. If you have ponytail black hair, that's okay. But if you have black hair, like. Like forget it, just forget it. Do Eric Abadu style and just fucking commit to that shit. <laughs> um, so okay, let me ask you a question. When you said you had to stop masturbating to them or getting turned on when you knew the girls, one, well, let's get back to this one. But one, why? How did you even get to know the girls? Like, how did you come in contact with them? But two, why did you have to stop masturbating to them? Because you felt like, oh, I know these people now. It seems like an a, a, like be, be, a, because because. A lot of the porn is fantasy, right? Like, if yeah. you know the girl, like, I know you. I've spent time with you. You're not even slutty at all. In fact, you're not even into sex. And it's a, oh, just, really? it's just a porn. aren't even into sex? No, I mean, they Who? want, they, they, I, I know, I know, I know most, I think this is not even porn thing. I think a lot of women love, love being desired. Oh yeah, they love that. They they like the idea of a guys want to fuck them, so it's a big turn on. So I think there's a a lot of girls in porn they do it because it's very flattering to see, well not to see them, but to know that there's thousands of guys be watching this movie and jacking after her. Yeah, it's a big turn on for her. I um, I mean, at least that's what I think. Because I, I I could usually uh, yeah, watch. I could see that. Where it's like a lot of guys are gonna be watching me and desiring me. Yeah, I get that. They just want they just uh, they want attention and a and lot of time it. yeah yeah and and a lot of time I'll be watching a scene like oh my god it's just like she's not into it I I yeah. I, I, I can't when even when a girl's w- not into the sex when you see it it's like come on get into this more like fake, do the do the do your part as an actress you know yeah I mean, j- sell it to me a little they're terrible so I they're like terrible. when when a girl's Kevin Christie pointed this out to me right when a girl gets penetrated in in the butt yeah like anally. Like there's this one shot of, of like uh, this guy doing it to her, but like through legs or something, and you yeah. can see her face over whatever, and uh, you just see as the cock goes into the asshole, she just kind of like goes, like like just like oh that hurt, you know? Yeah. Just that little bit of like that's real, that's real. I know now. Yeah. Okay, I'm I'm going I'm going to beat off. I just got my one definitely real moment, and I can jerk to this. And too many women say they love anal sex in porn. I just don't believe it. They love. Too many girls. Well, Belle Donna told me that. No, no, I, that she, I believe. She likes anal over vaginal. She'd rather have anal. But a lot of the girls that I know, they do, do it because they get more money doing it. You get more money doing it. Doing anal? anal, yeah, absolutely. Well, I thought you got less. No, 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 no. You get no, more no, money no, for no, anal. No, no. That no, makes absolutely. sense, by the way. It makes sense. You get more. It's going deeper. You ever meet like a Catholic girl who only wants to fuck in the butt but won't fuck in the vagina? I haven't had that experience, but that sounds like a pretty good loophole. I knew a girl who did that. I wasn't with her, but uh, yeah, her boyfriend. They 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 did butt sex for a while, and so she was like, "All right, let's just let's just do it." And uh, do they think they're still virgin because uh, of this? Yeah, I guess they do. I guess they're like, "Let's hold on, to my virginity." But it's like, "Hey, lady, that's way deeper than fucking vagina." It's one of those religious re- has unintended consequence. It's actually hurting the girl more during anal yeah. sex. Hey, it's God, you're dangerous. making this girl fu- get fucked in the asshole, and she's fucking seventeen. Jesus Christ. Um, so wait, how would you come in contact with these girls? Would they all be that you'd be editing right where they'd be shooting? No, no. Sometimes they they, would they have offices uh, where people would punch in. 
that office I used to work at least first four and a half five years uh, a lot of girls were coming all the time there's so much work back then I imagine it like that scene in the beginning of the Flintstones when they set it up where he's got to like pull the bird's um, the bird's <laughs> yes. tail so she goes ah! and that's like the sign that everyone's allowed out of work there's, and then everyone to get chomped by a giant turtle their time cards <laughs> yes. that means they punched out I imagine that but with hot naked chicks and as soon as they punch in they just start riding a Sibian Early 2000, man, it was fun working there because these girls, and especially... Were they just walking around naked? No, 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 no. They'd just come to the office and they, they would take pictures and they want to give it to directors and work. And and every once in a while, I get the chance to do that. Like, girls will come in and I'll take... My friend Jeff Martin was in charge of doing that. Yeah. But um, sometimes he's not there. I will yeah. fucking take pictures, naked pictures of the girls and... Uh, did, you ever, did you ever hook up with any of them? Not at the workplace. No, no, no. Okay. Um, Not like you're like. I would like to, but they were they weren't interested. Those casting couch videos are those like is those based on real? I know they're not real, but are those based on reality? Where it's like, well, let's see. The the, the bone with the Pierre Woodman. What Pierre Woodman? Who's that? Uh, He used to do the casting couch. Okay. For Hustler, Um, I think a lot of it's pretty legit. Oh really? Yeah. The reason why he started filming them because it had something to do with Mike Tyson case, because he got he got really paranoid. Like he didn't want to put himself in he said she said situation where oh, really? girl accused. So you so do a, film it and then people are like oh these are hot. So like, oh, they really? do the interview, and that way they have a proof. And that like, way he said like oh clearly you say you want to do this and you're going to do talk to you about yeah. This. So that give him a bit of a protection. Oh, that's they always what, like slow. I like how they go slow. It's like, oh, you look like, like they talk about what you want to do, what you're willing to do. And they're like, oh, you look like you have a nice rack. Can I see your boobs? And she'll be like, okay. And they take off their just shirt and they just sort of stand there for a while and get judged. Because some girls come in with don't, then have no intention doing it. But that guy, Pierre, used to be a cop in France. So he's good at uh, talking them into it. Talking them into an investigation and uh, finding the weak spot and a way to flatter her. And so he would have to fuck them in order to know that they would be good to fuck. Yeah. So he he was really good, and I th- I actually like those casting stuff, especially yeah. once that seem real. The I'm same, sure yeah, real. I'm sure not every one now of them is legit. Them. They're just producing them, but it seems like the same guy. And also the guy's face would get blurred out a lot because he's like, I don't want to be in this. Oh, that no. made it seem more real to me. I think that might be a different guy because Pierre always show his face. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, and he'd always be real complimentary to the girls, too. He'd be like, nice, I like that. You'd suck a good dick. I think it makes sense, too, because if you want to have a good scene, you want to ask stuff that she want to do, right? Yeah. Like, you don't want to force her to do something she doesn't want to do. Because yeah, if, it, she, if she's into it more, it'll be a better scene. Uh, absolutely. So, like, any, any, any th- anytime you see a movie where the girl's doing gaping, I have to give a lot of credit to the director because he was able to make her comfortable. Yeah, that's why I get so wide. Well, I mean, you know, it, you have to be really relaxed, yeah, and, and, and you can't be around a like, very stressful, screaming director. Right, right. Oh, my fucking butthole! That would probably be it. <laughs> yes. Wouldn't really help at all. So you start working for this. You're producing. You're meeting these girls. You're hooking during, up with during, during the conventions. But I, I was mainly talking to them because that's that's how I actually met Joe uh, Rogan in 2003. Man show. Um, Brody, oh, really? Brody brought me over there. Maybe I was with Brody that first time. Possibly. That probably made a lot of sense, actually. Uh, I don't think he hung out with me then. I think he thought of me then as an underling. So I don't think we would have gone to Canners. I remember him back then. Brody was like, "Know your place, Brody." Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, like I've been on TV, you haven't. You don't fucking, you don't make jokes at my expense. Wow. It was one of those. We were all like, <laughs> "What?" 
what are you talking about? No, we're all comics. Yes. We're all just going to joke. It's not funny. You got to know your place. I'm like, he's like, know your audience. And I'm like, my audience is the five people who are here and they all laugh. So why would I not? He hasn't No, I would never do that to Zach. Why? I mean. uh... Have you seen his show, by the way? No, the HBO Go show. How is it? Now. I don't know. I haven't downloaded. It. Nobody's put it on torrents yet. I don't. I don't have fucking cable. I don't have cable. I'm curious about it. Um, Somebody's got to put it on torrent. He tried to get Tana on it, but Tana refused. Oh yeah, to. he tried to make up with Tana or have yeah. a talk with him. Tana fucking refused to do it. Apparently, but- it's really good. It's like a documentary that followed him around for a while. It's uh, it's an hour and a half, where they cut into six 15 minute episodes, and they're all available on HBO Go. But it's supposed to get real deep in points. But how, how does that work? Like, I mean, it walks through his fucking breakdown, too. It, they were filming, and then he had his breakdown during that. So so if, if he gets enough traction, they're going to make it on regular I think HBO. If it's popular, they would air on HBO. But the reality is people have access to it, and that's important. I see. You know, it's, it's, it's great. And if it's popular enough, they might air on HBO, or they might order more or something. But, I mean, they're not going to get another fucking breakdown. No, no, no. That's like golden, you know? You need... Tana and fucking Brody. Tana, so Tana wouldn't do it, huh? Tana wouldn't. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't want to get detail because I'm, I'm friend with both of them. Didn't I, they have the biggest fight right before like the, the breakup, or was that something else? Right I think, that, I think they had a big fight before Brody had that thing. That was and, him going through the meltdown, though, wasn't it? No, because I, I, I don't. Who? You know what I mean? Wasn't that because he just hadn't been committed to the hospital yet? But like, he should have been already. When people get committed to an insane asylum, you're never like, and you're insane now. You've already Fuck. been walking around insane for a while. You know, you I, know think I, mean? I, I think I think you're right. Now that I think about it. That's when it. he told Jared Weaver to go fuck himself. Like he, oh, it wasn't really? Jared Weaver. It was somebody it was some it was some major league baseball pitcher. Like a, like an all star. And we're like, Brody, you can't tell these people to go fuck themselves. No, no, bad energy. You can't Brody and that was someone who needed to be on meds and wasn't. So I bet that's what he went through with Tana. I bet it was during that time. Do you think if he if he wasn't Jewish, you think he would have given a chance? <laughs> given who a chance? I mean, I just couldn't believe he got away with. I mean, I like Brody. I like yeah. he's a good friend, but I thought that was a career suicide. Some people get second chances. Wow! And you know what? He was always about positive energy and stuff. Yeah, people like that. I guess you're right. I, I, I think like, it was a medical thing, and people yeah. understand. Okay, and 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 uh, mental disorders are become popular enough in hollywood people are like not that thrown by it everyone's got it or got a friend that's got it or has got a brother that had it or friend's brother you know it's like now people like yeah i get it you just went through something are you back on pills are you back better again okay good good for you yeah sure we'll have you again i've known other people that have that that had to take leave of absences off like kimmel writing and stuff yeah 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 and they're like we'll have you back in a year when you're ready or whenever it is and they come back and it's okay i gotta i gotta fucking put a change in that car oh it's time okay i'll pause it um, maybe we should break this episode up. I guess I would do that here if I was going to break this episode up. You want to do part one and part two? Yeah, you want to stop it for a second? Yeah. Okay, you keep going. I'm going to talk about my sponsor for a second. Yeah, go put change in your car. No, no, but, but can I talk to you quickly? Something oh, off? Um, yeah, I guess now's a good time. Um, to do sponsorship, everybody. <laughs> we'll be back with Yoshi in a second. But um, uh, please visit my sponsor trying to think who this would maybe amazon if you're gonna buy porn any of evil angels uh pornos i don't know if they're available on amazon but whatever the fuck you buy please go to my website first just go to arithegreat.com and there's a banner on the right hand side for amazon and then one right under that for amazon canada california 
Canada. Um, and then if you go through there, it takes you to Amazon. Just do your regular shopping, and they give me cash back. Doesn't cost you anything. But just try to remember to do that, and so I'll have money to give my guests drugs and stuff and get them high and loose. Um, anyway, I appreciate it. Um, but that's it. Um, we're going to come back, I guess, tomorrow or the next day and do the rest of this um, the rest of this episode. He's got some really fucking good stories coming up about underage shit. Um, and some... All right. So just tune into the next part. Bye for now. It's a Oh, <laughs>